We'll start with Revelation 6, 9, and 10. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God yes. and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell in the earth? came across this question last night while reading through some martyr testimonies. Is what we believe worth dying for? If not, why believe it? We've covered a few months of presentations this year with a good variety, uh, from very early Christian martyrs to more modern day. We've covered adult men and women alike who counted the cost and gave their all for Christ. This morning, I want to present a dialogue mainly for the youth as an example of Christian fortitude at the young age of 13 to hopefully get their attention as well, showing that you do not to be in your 20s, 40, or even 60 years old to have a firm conviction to follow the truth yes. of God's Word and commit your life to Christ. 13-year-old Marcus Servilius Polio. He's a fictional character that comes from the martyr of the catacombs, but his story is based off of accurate persecutions that early believers suffered in Rome. The current setting is Polio is in prison for professing to be a Christian. His trial is set for the afternoon of April 20th, and earlier that morning, he gets word that his mother has died. His father is already dead. So he's the only one left in his family. So while he's thinking on his mother's death, knowing he has nothing else here on earth, it strengthens his resolve to be true to his belief as a Christian, because no matter what the persecutors may say or do to him, to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Amen. At trial that afternoon, the judge opens with, you are charged with being with the crime of being a Christian. What have you to say? I'm guilty of no crime, said the boy. I am a Christian, and I am glad to be able to confess it before men. It is the same with all of them, said one of the judges. They all have the same formula. Do you know the nature of your crime? I am guilty of no crime, said Polio. My religion teaches me to fear God and honor the emperor. I have obeyed every just law, and I am not a traitor. To be a Christian is to be a traitor. I am a Christian, but I am not a traitor. The law of the state forbids you to be a Christian under pain of death. If you are a Christian, you must die. Polio repeats firmly, I am a Christian. Judge, then you must die. Polio, be it so. The judge is taken aback by his resolve. Boy, do you know what it is to suffer death? Polio says, I have seen much death during these last few months. I have always expected to lay down my life for my religion when my turn should come. Amen. The judge says, Boy, you are so young. We pity your tender age and inexperience. You have been trained so peculiarly and that you are scarcely responsible for your present folly. For all this, we're willing to make allowance. This religion which infatuates you is foolishness. You believe that a poor Jew, Jesus, who was executed a few hundred years ago, is a god. Can anything be more absurd than this? Our religion is the religion of the state. It has enough in itself to satisfy the minds of young and old, ignorant and learned. Leave your foolish superstition and turn to our wiser and older religion. To this, Polio says, I cannot. Amen. The judge reasons, you have lived a miserable outcast life. The poorest beggar in Rome fares better than you. 
He need not live in hourly fear of justice, but you have had to drag out a wretched existence and want and danger of darkness. Wealth and comfort and friends and the honors of the state and favor of the emperors will all be yours if you recant. I cannot, he says. Amen. The judge continues at length to reason with him about the dishonor he's probably causing his parents and how they were deceived as well. He ends with saying, by your father's memory, by the honor of your family, please turn from your present course. Polio says, I can do them no dishonor. My religion is pure and holy. I can die, but I cannot be false to my Savior. I thank you for your consideration, but your arguments have no weight with me besides the higher claims of my religion. Amen. The judge, becoming enraged, yells, rash and thoughtless boy, there is no there is another argument which you will find more powerful. The wrath of the emperor is terrible. Polio says, yet still more terrible is the wrath of the lamb. Amen. Mm -hmm. The judge, you speak in unintelligible language. What is the wrath of the lamb? You do not think on what is before you. He replies, my companions and friends have already endured all that you can inflict. I trust that I may have light fortitude. The judge, can you endure the terrors of the arena? Polio replies, I hope to have more than mortal strength. He asks, can you face the savage lions and tigers that will then rush upon you? He answers, he in whom I, will, I trust will not desert me in my time of need. Right. You are confident, the judge says. He says, I confide in him who loved me and gave himself for me. Judge, have you thought of death by fire? Are you ready to meet the flames at the stake? Polio, alas, if I must bear it, I will not shrink. At the worst, it will soon be over, and then I shall be forever with the Lord. Amen. Fanaticism and superstition have taken complete possession of you. You know not what awaits you. It is easy to face threats. It is easy to utter words and make professions of courage, but how will it be with you when the dread reality comes upon you. Polio, I will look to him who never deserts his own in their hour of need. Amen. He has done nothing for you so far, says the judge. Polio, he has done all for me. Amen. He gave his own life that I might live. Right. Through him I receive a nobler life than this which you take from me. Amen. This is but a dream of yours. How is it possible that a miserable Jew can do this? He was a fullness of the Godhead. God manifest in the flesh. He suffered death of the body that we might receive life for the soul. Judge, can nothing open your eyes? Is it not enough that thus far your mad belief has brought you nothing but misery and woe? Must you still hold on to it when you see that death is inevitable? Will you not turn away from your errors? Polio says, he gives me strength to overcome death. I fear it not. I look upon death itself as but a change from this life of sorrow to an immortality of bliss. Whether I die by the wild beast or by the flames, it will all be the same. If I continue faithful, he will support me and lead my soul at once into immortal life in heaven. Yes, right. The death which you threaten me with has no terrors, but the life to which you invite me is more terrible to me than a thousand deaths. Amen. Right. Judge, for the last time, we give you an opportunity to recant, save yourself from a death of agony, and Polio's final resolve is, I will never be false to my Savior. So they send him to a coliseum where they send a tiger into the arena. Yet in spite of his youth and his weakness, there was nothing in his face or manner that betrayed fear. He was calm. 
He moved forward quietly to the center of the arena, joined his hands together, lifted up his eyes, and prayed, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? His final words as a prayer of prayer, as the tiger sprang upon him, he cried, Mother, I come to thee. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Amen. His words sounded clearly upon the ears of the multitude. His words ceased, as the next moment was nothing but a strangling mass and clouds of dust, as polio's demise was sealed, and he went to meet his Savior. May our young ones have the same conviction, what yes. the Lord shows them, right. to stand firm in this evil day. Hold fast to all that God has mercifully shown to us. Amen. 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 Thank you, Al. <clears throat>